Welcome to Farm to Stable, a science-based equine nutrition podcast. I'm your host, Dr. Nettie Leibert. I'm a lifelong horse person and professional equine nutritionist with the goal of helping horses and their humans create balanced diets to set them up for success, no matter what age, discipline, or circumstance. Disclaimer, the information discussed here is based on current scientific research and is for educational purposes only. Every horse's individual needs vary. This is not a substitute for veterinary medicine or nutrition consultation. Hello and welcome to another episode of Farm to Stable, an equine nutrition podcast. I'm your host, Dr. Nettie Leibert, and this week we're actually going to talk a little bit about blanketing and how that may or may not affect your horse's diet. I bet you maybe have never thought about that. But let's get into it. It's getting colder here in the Northeast United States as I record this, and many people are still showing into the wintertime, perhaps going to warmer climates. But many of us are uh, stuck with the cold and thinking about whether or not you're going to use a blanket for your horse over the colder months. Now, of course, a lot of factors go into this. And we'll start with one of the more obvious ones, which is clipping. So if you are riding through the winter, maybe you have an indoor arena, or maybe you brave the trails on a cold winter's day, um, you may decide to do a trace clip or a full body clip or, or some iteration of body clipping so that your horse doesn't get very sweaty when you work in the cold weather. Because what happens when you get sweaty and you go outside? You get a chill. If you've ever done a workout or left the gym and you're all sweaty and it's a a chilly January day, it's not fun. You want to get in the car and turn on the heat real quick. Well, your horse can feel the same kind of chill. And it's also the reason that you don't necessarily want to throw a blanket on a wet, sweaty horse because it's going to trap that moisture and actually chill them more. So in many cases, doing a a trace clip can clip away the heavy hair from high sweat areas such as the chest or between the hind legs or in the belly, around the girth area, things like that. If you're horse showing, you may be doing a full body clip. Or if you're not riding at all or riding very lightly, perhaps you don't clip at all, whether or not you add a blanket. So why am I mentioning all of this? Well, couple of reasons. One of the things that happens in the cold weather is that the horse burns energy to keep warm. And how do they do that? Well, their small intestine leads into a giant organ called the cecum. It's the first part of the large intestine. The cecum is three to four feet long in your average adult horse weighing around 11 or 1200 pounds. And it is your horse's built-in furnace. It's a giant fermentation vat. So if you know anything about fermentation, usually the first thing you think of is beer or alcohol. But yes, alcohol is a byproduct of fermentation. But another byproduct of fermentation is heat. So as your horse ferments the fiber that he consumes in his diet, meaning hay, beet pulp, or other kind of forage sources, the body produces heat, and that will help warm the horse. Now, this does not happen by feeding grain. So if it's getting cold, you don't want to feed more grain, especially if the horse isn't used to it. You want to feed extra hay because that will continue to ferment and produce heat. So why do I go around that little, (laughs) why why did I follow that little trail? Well, as you take away the horse's coat 
if you're clipping, whether you trace clip or full body clip, you're removing his natural outer insulation. You know this. So you have to blanket if the temperatures drop. And it's certainly going to take the horse a lot more energy to keep warm without their natural insulation than if they had a full coat. So this could mean maybe you do need to feed a little bit more hay. Maybe you do need to add an extra blanket. On the flip side, if you have opted not to clip your horse at all, maybe you don't even blanket. Especially if you don't blanket, a couple of things you do want to do, of course, is make sure your horse has a shelter, at least access to a shelter, and a clean place to lie down because that can help the horse conserve energy. That said, you still need to provide plenty of forage. Now, that is basic horsemanship. Horse 101 is a forage-based diet, but it does become especially important in the winter. So, of course, we talk about forage a lot on this podcast And a lot of things that I see in barns is on a cold winter's night, everybody's going to do a hot bran mash. And what happens? The horses get diarrhea. And that's because they're usually not used to it. So if it's not a regular part of their diet, I've talked about this uh, on the Feed Myth series from November of 2023. Um, You just want to be careful. Yes, you can still add a hot bran mash. Just do a little bit every night. So then they're used to it. You don't need a lot. Or you could also do a hot beet pulp mash, even better, because beet pulp is a much higher digestible fiber content. And you put in some nice warm water, and it can be a nice treat. Again, anytime you are adding that to your horse's diet, just do so in small amounts, very slowly. And how much to add, and if you decide to add it or not, of course, is going to depend on your horse's individual needs. I know I say that a lot, but it's very true. All right, so we've talked about the horse's internal heat source and how to fuel that heat source, of course, with fiber. But what else? What about cold adaptation? And if you're really struggling with whether or not to blanket your horse? Well, there are a lot of factors to consider when you decide about horse clothing. Again, does your horse have trouble keeping weight on, for example? Does the horse have trouble staying warm? Or does your horse tear off the clothing or the blanket 30 seconds after you put it on? Or do they run hot? I have a friend whose horse runs very hot and he sweats in a sheet when it's 30 degrees out. So it really comes down to knowing your horse. So remember, when temperatures drop, horses do have an increased energy requirement or calorie requirement to stay warm. How much of a requirement they have, again, is going to depend if they have a full coat, if they've been clipped, if they're wearing a blanket, etc. So the more hay, again, added to the diet will help keep them warm during the cold months. Now, cold adaptation is also a thing. It does work the other way, heat adaptation, if you're heading to a warm climate. But we're going to talk about cold for a minute. So in the Northeast, the climate usually change usually <laughs> changes gradually. I'm not sure that that's normal anymore. So horses typically have time to adjust to temperature changes. And you'll notice that as the days get shorter, the coats start to get longer. And that actually doesn't have much to do with temperature. It's more to do with the brain's perception of how much light is happening during the day. And it's a trigger for that coat to grow. Now, studies in beef cattle stay with me, concluded that a low, the lowest comfortable temperature in an animal with a full dry winter coat can stay comfortable at till about 18 degrees Fahrenheit. But this temperature goes way up to 59 degrees Fahrenheit if the animal is wet, clipped, or has a very thin summer-like coat. 
And so it's likely that these numbers are similar in horses. There's no definitive research, but it is at least a guideline. So how do you know if your horse should have a blanket? And I have to admit, I confess I am guilty of this. I am cold all the time. So just because I'm cold does not mean that my horse is cold. So I have to think about this from a scientific perspective and not necessarily an I'm standing in the barn freezing perspective. So let's imagine a horse that has snow on his back. So normally the snow might accumulate on his back if it melts and gets the horse's coat wet that horse is now losing heat and is at risk for getting too cold. So note of caution here, you don't want to put a blanket on a wet horse. I know I mentioned that earlier, but again, those wet blankets will keep the wetness in and make the chill even worse. And on top of that, there's an increased risk of fungus developing, rain rot type of thing, if that coat is not allowed to dry out properly. In that case, if your horse is wet and it's cold, that's when you want to use those coolers that will help wick the moisture away and help the horse stay warm while he dries out. And then once the coat dries out, you can put on a heavier blanket. So again, I did mention weight earlier. So if you have an overweight horse and you're trying to manage that animal's weight, uh, you may use the cold to your advantage. Again, ensuring that that horse has plenty of fiber or an appropriate amount of fiber and a shelter, perhaps that horse can burn extra energy in the cold without a blanket and in fact may not need one. So again, it's going to depend on the individual. Now, this does not mean go clip your overweight horse and throw him out in the cold. That is not going to work. Now, on the other hand, if you have a horse that is underweight or a senior horse, that extra layer of insulation from a blanket can be very helpful. If the horse is underweight, they don't have that extra insulation from fat. So it could be useful to have a blanket. Now, I did mention senior horses. As a horse ages, it is harder for them to regulate their body temperature. It is a fact of life and whether they are very healthy or they have some kind of medical condition, it happens. It's just a natural part of aging. Now, how much they have trouble regulating their body condition, body temperature is again going to depend on the individual. I have a 23-year-old appendix who seems to do just fine, but it is something that I watch very closely on especially on colder days. Am I over-blanketing, under-blanketing, things like that. So it's just something to keep in mind, especially if you have an older horse that has trouble keeping weight on. Horses have been around for thousands and thousands of years without the help of humans to keep them warm. So they do have a natural fur coat. Um, you may see some frozen whiskers. You may see ice balls on fetlocks. But as long as the horse is not shivering, their coat is dry, he's probably okay. Again, still good to check. Still want to monitor well-being, make sure there's plenty of hay, and make sure there's plenty of water. Because again, when those temperatures drop, we're going to worry about freezing buckets, freezing troughs. And we want to be careful about using proper bucket heaters, if that's an option, um, and make sure they are UL listed and safe and approved to use. So let's say you decide to blanket. How do you pick one. If you flip through any tack catalog or any tack shop website, you know there are millions of options. Everything from a, a light sheet with no fill right on up to very heavy with lots of fill. And there's different brands and things like that as well. 
first thing you need to do is determine size. Now, most blanket manufacturers will have guides on how to measure your horse, typically from the center of the chest all the way around the length of the horse uh, to about the tail. They might be in increments of two or three inches, depending on the manufacturer. Sheets are typically the lightest. You can get a stable sheet that may not be suitable for turnout, but is good for keeping the chill off in the barn. And you can go up from minimal fill, as I mentioned, all the way to very heavy. So if your horse has a destructive streak, you want to buy something as sturdy as possible. And again, think about why your horse might be having that destructive streak. Again, I mentioned my friend's horse who runs very hot. He will pull his blankets off if he feels like he's too hot. So if you're having this problem, ask yourself, hmm, is my horse too hot or not warm enough? Something like that. So stable blankets, medium weight turnouts are the next step up typically. Um, so again, you might have a medium weight around 200 grams in the ballpark, something like that. Um, stable blankets, typically not waterproof, but again, useful for inside. Turnout blankets are usually water resistant or waterproof, depending on what you buy. Um, if you are turning your horse out with a blanket in winter, can't go wrong with a waterproof blanket, especially if your horse rolls in the snow or the weather turns foul while you are not around. Change the blanket. A good weatherproof, waterproof blanket can help keep them dry and warm. How do you know if your horse is too warm? Well, obviously, if he's sweating, that's probably your first indication. Sweating under a blanket is just as undesirable as putting a blanket on a wet horse. So if they start to sweat under a blanket, they, they can develop a chill. So we want to avoid that. On the other hand, if that horse is shivering, you might want to up the warmth level or the heaviness of the blanket to help them. Shivering is the horse's effort to generate heat, and they should not be shivering. So if they are, you want to bring them in out of the elements, make sure they're dry, and try to help them warm up, potentially with a blanket or a cooler. Your decision to blanket may vary from year to year, how heavy you blanket if you do or if you don't. But just as always, take into account what your horse's individual needs are. And they may change from year to year, again, with age or activity level or your living situation or your horse's living situation. So think about these things. And once you start to blanket your horse, it is a good idea to keep going throughout the season. Because once you start to blanket, you can tend to tamp down the coat a little bit, which will reduce its natural insulating ability if the horse were out in the elements on his own. So once you start, it's better to keep going. If something, you know, happens and oops, you don't have a blanket that day, it's not going to be the end of the world, but you do want to keep an eye on that horse. So we started off talking about blanketing and forage, and I talked a lot about selecting a blanket and coat, uh, coat thickness and things like that, but it does relate back to nutrition. And one thing I want to end with here is if you do opt to blanket or you opt to just let your horse go fuzzy for the cold season, don't set it and forget it. Make sure that you are taking off the blanket, giving that horse a groom at once regularly, if not daily, once a week, something like that, because you want to make sure that that blanket or that heavy coat is not hiding any significant weight loss or weight gain. And if you start to notice changes, obviously dietary adjustments may be necessary. So I'll go back to one of my 
frequent pieces of advice, which is, yep, even in the winter, make sure you are weighing your horse, whether it be with a weight tape or the Healthy Horse app or something of that nature, just so you can keep track and make sure when the springtime comes and the hair coat sheds and the blanket comes off, you are not suddenly dealing with a horse that needs to gain 100 pounds or a horse that needs to lose 100 pounds. So make sure you keep an eye on your horse's weight. Uh, Feed hay for warmth. If a cold snap is coming, yes, go ahead, give an extra flake of hay for warmth. And if you have an overweight horse, just give it in a slow feeder. Make sure you're not doing too many calories. So all with caution, all based on your horse's individual needs. And always reach out to a qualified equine nutritionist if you have any questions about your horse's diet. Thank you so much for listening. And don't forget to send in your listener questions for future podcasts. I'd like to do a listener answered question and see what is on your mind and any topics that you specifically would like to hear about. If you have questions or are interested in nutrition consult, reach out to equinenutritionphd at yahoo.com. Please like and share this podcast if you found it interesting. Thank you so much for spending your time with me this week. And I hope you go out and have a great safe ride and keep riding this winter. Why not? We'll try. I'll try. If you can do it, I can do it. Thank you. Thank you for listening to the latest episode of Farm to Stable, a science-based equine nutrition podcast. Please share and subscribe if you found the content interesting. And if you have a topic you'd like to hear about, send it to equinenutritionphd at yahoo.com. <laughs>